0: We've got so much to break down today. Is Teresa Judice being demoted? What the heck is going on with Scooter Braun? And is Lala Kent ready to pop off on Raquel yet again? You're listening to hashtag nofilter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long.
1: You're one of my favorite interviewers.
0: They picked us because we we're horny. Yeah. right. And right. that's your chronic state. That's what he both <laughs> Zach,
1: that is really funny.
0: From the latest news on The Real Housewives, deep dives into celebrity legal scandals, and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars, I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. I hope you are ready, Freddie, um, because we have a lot that we're going to break down today. But I didn't want to do it solo. I needed somebody that's also as big of a pop culture junkie as I am. So I have a very special guest joining me to help me break down all this news from Daily Dose of Donna. I'm getting my Daily Dose of Donna. Please welcome Donna (laughs) Bowling.
1: Oh, my gosh, Zach. How excited am I to be here? And my dosers, my audience, they're obsessed with you. They love you.
0: I know. We have a couple in the live chat that are like, Donna sent me, Donna sent me. I'm like, listen, Donna can keep sending them over.
1: (laughs) Well, I am super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So we do
0: have a lot to chat about today, but I want to start with Lala Kent because she just came out on her podcast basically saying that Raquel's a liar and that she made up um, a lot of what she shared in her interview with Bethany Frankel, the Just Be podcast, three parts. Bethany then released the full video on YouTube on Friday. So we're finally seeing the cast start to react to to what Rachel, Raquel, Rocky, Rocky, Bang, Bang, what she's been saying on the podcast. Lala said that there was a comment that, she, that uh, uh, Rachel – There's a comment that Rachel made uh, on the podcast saying that when she made the comment when they were on their girls trip in Vegas, that um, when she said, what's a good thing? You don't have a man for me to steal. And she said that to Lala. She said that later that night, Lala and Christina and Katie came into her room and they were gassing her up, telling her what a great story that that was going to be for Vanderpump Rules, and how it was going to be such an iconic moment on the show next season. And so Lala says that that never actually happened. She never told Rachel that. She's like, we didn't even see her or speak to her until the next morning, which you see on the show. That was the first time that they'd actually talked to her and they tell her about the comment. Um, so she's like, no, we absolutely did not say that this was reality TV gold. And she also kind of seemed to hint that maybe she would have been open to some sort of reconciliation with Rachel, or at least giving her a little bit of grace in the new... Um, in in this new season that they're filming. What are your thoughts? Do you think that Rachel made this up completely or do you think she really believes her bullshit?
1: Wait, wait, are you saying that it's possible that Rachel lies? This is-
0: I know it goes against her core values and who she believes she is at her core, but maybe it is within the realm of possibility that she's capable of lying.
1: It's also very possible, and here's the truth, it's very possible- that she has rewritten history in her own mind, just kind of like, a lot of times you hear this, right? Like you almost just justify bad behavior by creating a different version of what happened. I 100% believe Lala here. I think Lala would c- come clean and be like, yeah, listen, I did tell her you're kicking ass right now. Like you're doing amazing. I don't know that Lala would be so scared to admit that if that was true, but I never, when I listened to the the original Bethany Rachel podcast, I never thought for a second that that tracked. It didn't connect to me that Lala and and Christina Kelly, of all people, who's like so not a mainstay on Vanderpump are going to give her, you know, snaps for being reality TV gold. The morning after or the night after she, you know, hooked up with Oliver and Lala was kind of annoyed by that. Like it doesn't connect. It really never felt like it made any sense. I'm team Lala on that one.
0: She also says that she thinks it's a travesty that Rachel decided not to return to the show. What do you Mm -hmm. think would have happened had Rachel come back to Vanderpump? Because I actually think that the cast would have given her a little bit of grace. And they maybe would have forgiven her or at least kind of opened that door the way that we're kind of seeing them do with Sandoval. A
1: hundred percent. Look. For Rachel's mental health, maybe it wouldn't have been the smartest move. But if Rachel was really big on, or I should say keen on, or intent on redeeming herself, the way it works, like Bethany was right about one thing, right? One thing. (laughs) She was right that it is a, you know, um, a zero-sum game when it comes to these kinds of shows. And we have all seen enough of these reality shows to know that everyone has great seasons and everyone has really bad seasons. And so, The chance of Rachel coming back, going through everything she had gone through and having another horrible season probably just wouldn't have happened. She would have probably had a few episodes where she would have to make amends and speak to people and struggle and something would have happened just like we're seeing Sandoval hanging out with everyone. I guarantee you it would have been better off than had she done that Bethany interview. I think that Bethany interview was a nail in the coffin.
0: I agree. I think it was so stupid of her to do the Bethany interview because Lala says, like, you got taken advantage of yet again by Bethany Frankel, um, which I agree with. I don't think Bethany did her any favors, but Bethany's really cashing in on this interview. She convinced Rachel that this was, you know, going to be such a great opportunity for her to tell her truth and her side of the story. But Bethany doesn't care about her truth or her side of the story. She cares about whatever narrative is going to support whatever she's doing with her reality reckoning. Um, but i mean listen i don't think lala would have come as hard for rachel because i think rachel said in the interview too that lala reached out to her which i know lala did reach out to her um outside of her revealing that on the on uh, bethany's podcast that like that like it was an open door you know and i think the other cast members from what i've heard haven't really said anything negative about rachel up until now that they're reacting to this news
1: yeah, I really think that, like, it was a really big kind of shitstorm at the beginning, right, And in March when everyone was finding out, everyone was talking about it nonstop, and then it died off. We really haven't been talking about Rachel for months, you know. I, have like, I really think public opinion was growing, and people were really kind of almost hoping for the best for her, the, fa- the fact that she wasn't coming back on the show, and she was, you know, doing all the right things, and then, of course, this came in like a freight train, and, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, I I think that Lala said so many incredible things in in this podcast this morning. Another thing she said, which, you know, I don't know if you want to chat about, but the whole monetization idea and and how Rachel came at this interview like, it's not fair. Poor me. Look at Lala and all these other people getting all this cash from a situation that – i was involved in and they didn't but at the end of the day lala said girl you could have made a sweatshirt that said at least you like at least i have a man or whatever the sentence was that she said that night what was it um well it's a good thing you don't have a man
0: yeah she could have and listen there were people that were supporting her that would have continued to support her she could have made a shirt that says i love sandoval's 40-year-old little cocky cock, as James Kennedy said. Like, I would have... Could you imagine? I mean... Oh, I was like, head. Makes, go ahead. Everyone made.
1: Everyone made merch. The, the worm with a mustache. Yeah.
0: Like... It it, like there are just so many opportunities that she had that she just didn't play her cards right, and that's not anybody else's fault other than hers for her to say, like Lala went and got a down payment on her house for making a send-it to Daryl sweater, and that was because I sent her a cease and desist, and she's like cashing it. I'm like, This is the stupidest thing to come out of your mouth right now. I mean, I know everything that comes out of her mouth is pretty stupid, but I was just like, You had an opportunity, and here's the thing, and here's where I will fight back on her making it seem because everybody wants to focus. Focus on how bad the scandal was and how bad the heat was, right? But my thing is yep. people have bad seasons on reality television. You, you have to take your beating and, t- and be the villain for a season. It's not easy. It's not fun. And a lot of the times you kind of just have to take it on the chin and keep on moving until the, the fog clears, right? But in this case, totally, she had the opportunity to monetize on the scandal because everybody was watching. Everybody. And there were people that were supporting her that would have bought her merch. You know what I mean? Like people still showed up to Sandoval's shows despite maybe- Well, that's what I'm
1: saying. It's like you don't even have to support her, but you would buy the merch. Like I think that would be an amazing gag gift, right? Yeah. You would buy someone something that of Rachel saying that to Lala, that even Lala said I would buy it.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and listen, even past the scandal, like now it would still be a really funny like shirt. Like she was right in her mind when she said Lala told her it was reality television gold. And it was.
1: And Lala also said, send it to Daryl it was not anything having to do with the cease and desist or you. It was something I just said in a rant. Yeah. I, I didn't take your words and and, you yeah. know, monetize off them. I just spoke. I'm constantly speaking. Like someone made a meme. She actually said the reason she started selling it is because Bravo creators like us are out there making, I mean, I'm not genius at all with those memes, but so many of them are, you know, and that's it. She's like, Hey, if they're making money off this, I'm going to get a piece of that. That is the difference between someone who is, I'm going to just be honest. There's some people that are just business wise, smarter than others. That's it. I agree. Bethany I mean, would have made that merch in two seconds. Let's be honest. Yeah, Bethany
0: was making all sorts of... Bethany uses other people's quotes on the show all the time. In this interview, she kept saying, wow, Bethany, wow. That wasn't even her quote. That was Ramona's quote, but she kept saying it. Like, it's just Bethany's so... I mean, I actually <sighs> think Bethany knows how hypocritical she is and knows how much she's capitalizing off. Like she's smart enough to know what she's doing, but yet she still continues to do it and to put out this bullshit and kind of flip the narrative a little bit because she knows people will buy it and people are buying it and people are believing it. And people are still like team Bethany. And it's like, cool. You can be team Bethany. I don't really give a shit. Um, But like you have to realize like she's she's selling you bullshit and you're continuing to eat her bullshit.
1: So Teddy and Tamara have their two teas in a pod and they released an episode about this, too, because Tamara's name was brought up, obviously, with the naked wasted story. And and Teddy said something that I thought was really, really smart. And she said, you have to. Like when you watch this, you realize that Rachel had a moment where she could have been led to really good graces and like a really good outcome. And unfortunately she, she trusted this interviewer, like gave her everything and literally got led down a path, like with a leash mm-hmm. into a, a hole of shit. And, and the truth is, I mean, Teddy didn't say that I, I added the hole of shit, but the truth is, is that It's not, you know, this is an interesting point. Reality reckoning, this whole idea of reality reckoning, there's so many reality stars from every single network, from TLC, ABC, you know, MTV, VH1, whatever, that are struggling and talking out right now about their experiences. Why is Bethany so hard on Bravo? Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. That's it. That's the only one she's focusing on. Interesting, right?
0: No, it is. And I I haven't listened to the episode yet of Two T's yet because I will listen to it because I do like Tamara and Teddy and I do like Two T's. Um, Me too. I believe there was there was something else that they were saying about um, how because I believe Bethany's like, I'm not just coming at Bravo. I'm doing this for the reality TV world in general, which isn't true. She is really just coming hard at Bravo and. Oh, I think the the point that Teddy made from what I've heard was that she's doing this because Bethany was pitching shows to Bravo. Or maybe it was Juicy Scoop that I heard this on that Heather McDonald said um, that Bethany was pitching all of these shows to Bravo. And she kind of realized because the shows weren't getting greenlit that her time in that space was just kind of nobody's interested in her in that way anymore. So she kind of needed to do something else to make herself more relevant in this space.
1: I mean, this is like I wanna write a freaking thesaurus, like not thesaurus. What is it? A thesis. I wanna apply to the University of Reality TV with a thesis on what is going on in Bethany's brain because it is a ping pong ball and I it shocks me that you can drop something like this and then do a, a TikTok about cottage cheese five minutes later. Like I'm so confused.
0: Right? It's bizarre to me. And so she, I believe, came out on her podcast, Bethany's podcast, saying that she explaining the pitch for the show because she was like because now she's saying that like Andy Cohen isn't talking to her and he's probably upset about the reality TV reckoning, which, yeah, I wouldn't fucking talk to you either. You're being like so crazy. And she's like dragging Andy as if he's the spearhead behind reality television in general. And he's the one that makes everybody do bad things. He's not even a producer on Vanderpump Rules he literally no. is just hired by bravo to host the reunion and interviews them on his late night talk show watch what happens live. He has no creative control or say on Vanderpump Rules for so for her to be like Andy Cohen, you know, speculated on your mental health and said that you were medicated. How does that feel that you're bought like she's he's not her boss. She's such a she but again, she knows what she's doing. She's very smart and she knows the word salads that she creates. But so she clarified that She did pitch Bravo a show, and um, she says that she she's like or or not that she pitched bravo show she's like yes there was a show that um i was talking to a production company about she's very specific it wasn't bravo it was a production company and she's like and the only place that made the most sense for this show and this concept was bravo but ultimately i decided not to pursue it moving forward because i just didn't think that it was a fully baked idea and i was like okay Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about that i was like okay Bravo or the report was that Bravo turned down her show and she's saying no Bravo didn't turn down my show. I pitched it to a production company and then I decided not to pursue it moving forward. And I think both things are probably true. I think she was talking to a production company and listen, Donna, you know that like these production companies have good relationships with specific networks, right? Evolution, works on Vanderpump Rules and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and they have the great relationship with Bravo, so if you're going to pitch a show to Evolution, you're probably expecting it to end up on Bravo. Not by coincidence or chance, but by design. That's why you're approaching that specific production company. I believe that the production company took the idea to Bravo. I believe Bravo turned the idea down, and the production company came back back to Bethany, and they're like, Bravo doesn't want it, but we can continue pitching it elsewhere. And she was probably just like, no, I don't want to pursue it. I don't want to pitch it anywhere where else the only place that made sense was bravo so now i'm going to drop it because bravo didn't want it right that's and then she's
1: also pulling the story about how it was like related to some lawsuit about married to medicine two years ago did you see did you hear that no she also dropped that production company because they were involved in a lawsuit and you know what she said on this podcast she actually said this she's like i don't know i wasn't paying attention you know i i haven't really been paying attention to all this reality stuff in a long time i'm like what did you hear her comment about Nini when she said, well, you guys, a lot of you are asking questions about why I didn't get involved in the Nini lawsuit a while ago. Well, it's because yeah. it wasn't about me. I ignored it because it wasn't about me. I was like, ding, ding, ding,
0: ding, ding. <laughs> That's the <laughs> craziest part. It's like. That's why it's like the whole Rachel interview was not about Rachel. It was about Bethany and Bethany being able to yeah. cash in on this. And yeah. she's getting all gassed up that everybody's talking about her. But listen, this news cycle is going to end in about a week, right? And then what is she going to do? And not only that, but I keep, the point that I keep making to people is it's like she's alienating herself from all of her customers, from the people that were actually buying her products and supporting her. They're no longer really interested. A lot of them are tuned out. Some of them are still there. Some of them are ride or die. And like loud on Twitter But if we've learned anything It's that the ones that are the loudest on social media Aren't the ones that are showing up in stores And buying your products Look at Lisa Vanderpump Look at how many shows She has so much support on Twitter But people weren't watching any of her spinoff shows Outside of Vanderpump Rules She had what four other spinoffs that nobody watched And that just goes to show you They'll be loud for you in the echo chamber But they don't show up for you when it matters
1: I am so interested to see where this goes and how this plays out. Because I feel like, you know, you can only so much, like you can only go down so many paths and hit a wall before you realize like, uh-oh, what am I going to do? So she's tried the, you know, aw. Um, she's tried the, the makeup path. This is another thing. I had Meredith Lynch who got the season and desist from Bethany on TikTok. She was on my show this week. And she and I chatted a lot about it. You know, Bethany was a big, she talked all about when she was doing all these TikToks about makeup. Like, you guys think I want to do a makeup line. I have no idea what I'm doing with makeup. I've never done anything like this. But she has videos from 2011 on her YouTube where she's putting on makeup and speaking about makeup to YouTube. Like, she literally is just consistently going against and hypocrite, like being hypocritical about what she has been talked about or what she's saying. Like, everything goes back and forth, back and forth. But what's insane to me, Oh, thanks, Danielle. What's insane to me is that there's a lot of people that are so easy to, and this we see it in all kind of fan bases, that are so like tunnel vision. Whatever she does is right. Whatever yep. she says is correct. Whatever she goes and does is going to be okay. I can't wait for Andy Cohen to come back from his hiatus because he's on vacation. Interesting timing, right? Mm-hmm. He's been on vacation for two weeks, hasn't had his daily talk show and watch what happens live. Why is it? that this is when this is all coming out. I don't know. I am dying to know what Andy Cohen does say because Tamara said on her show today, Andy and Bethany were really close. They were. They were really close. And this Bethany's is not just like a work relationship. To,
0: yeah, and Bethany keeps trying to like downplay their relationship as if they never were that close. And they are. Wait, you know
1: who else does that? Rachel. Rachel mm-hmm. tries to downplay Ariana and her relationship. I think that's something you do when you want to justify bad behavior to a friend.
0: I still can't get out of my head her quote about, you know, I wouldn't have done it if I thought that there was longevity in their relationship. Like, I keep replaying that in my head. So because I'm just like, that really came out of her mouth. Like, I just I don't now I know moving forward. Yeah. Moving forward. If I ever want to, um, you know, help somebody cheat out of their relationship, make sure it's in a relationship that I know isn't going anywhere so that I can help them, you know, put them out of their misery.
1: Yeah, you can do them. You know what? That's what she did. She was doing them a favor. Mm. She was helping them. She was like their therapist, basically.
0: Like a <laughs> She good, was pushing them yeah, along. Like a good friend that's not a best friend.
1: Exactly. Just, you know, acquaintances just because of the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally insane. Um, I just, oh, I don't know. I want to, I'm going to, I think I'll text Teddy today and be like, hey, we should do a crossover Um, cause I feel, I was just,
1: I was literally just texting Teddy. Like, you know, I know Teddy. So I was just texting Teddy this morning about it.
0: Yeah. I think I, I'd love the two of them and I would love to pop off with them on all of this because they also know this world so well. They know like the behind the scenes, like, here's the thing all these other reality stars or podcasters or whatever that have been on reality television, none of them are backing Bethany up. Nobody. Nene's not even really backing Bethany up. She did for like a hot second, but she's like, you know, I'm gonna let you do you, right?
1: I think, you know, it's very tricky. It, it's It says a lot that the only people that are actually speaking at all are people that used to be on Housewives or used to be on Project Runway or used to be on a show. The And no one else that is currently on a show has said one word and I understand that that possibly is like an NDA issue or a paycheck issue, but come on, these people are too outspoken. They're not re-signing a contract for someone that is completely taking advantage of them. Like we, we, look, that's a longer, bigger story. The point is I heard Lala say one thing or, or Jessica on Lala's podcast said one thing today that I thought was genius. And it said I was very interested in the reality reckoning. I am very interested in the reality reckoning. And I am very interested in Rachel's story, but I'm not interested in in them together because it doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. Rachel's issue on Vanderpump Rules does not add to or help the, the goal of reality TV treating people badly. It doesn't, it's not a
0: story. No, because she wasn't somebody that was innocent that was taken advantage of. She's somebody that made bad choices repeatedly.
1: Yeah, yeah like definitely,
0: why. as did Bethany. nobody told Bethany to go and you know disparage her her cast members on the show. Look at all the like all the clips and the montages of people showing all of Bethany's bad behavior. No producers made Bethany do that. She behaved badly because she knew it made good television. She thought that people would be interested in it, so she behaved bad. so that's why it's like how do you have these two people? You have Rachel and Bethany that were making bad decisions that happened to air on television, and that's why. And now they want to come out and say that the networks were the ones that were the problems. No, you guys literally contributed to the problem. You were part of the problem, and you would still be part of the problem if it still benefited you.
1: You know what's so weird, Zach? Is I put on a pair of jeans today from Levi's and they didn't fit, and I couldn't button them, so I'm suing Levi. Yeah. Because Levi's is the problem. It's not It's not the fact that I ate that chocolate cake yesterday. It's definitely Levi's fault. Yeah. I have nothing to do with it.
0: Yep. You have no <laughs> role in it. It has nothing to do with you. It's all Levi's <laughs> fault. It's so insane to me. I know. Okay. Well, now – now I want to talk about Scooter Braun, and I want to talk about the new season of Jersey, um, because there's a lot going on with Teresa. But very quickly, I do want to shout out my pals at Drizzly. You guys know that I love to be a good host, and part of being a good host is having everyone's favorite drink handy. Aperol Spritz, I got you. Vodka Soda with a Twist, easy peasy. Skinny Margarita, Not or sorry, Spicy margarita, not a skinny girl margarita. We don't do skinny girl margaritas anymore. Spicy margarita with a tahini rim and a splash of Grand Marigny Cordon Rouge. No problem, because I've got Drizzly, the go-to app for drink delivery. Drizzly is here to be your partner in parties, meaning they're here to help you take the grunt work out of the get-together so that you can be a confident host and actually party at your own party. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits with delivery to your door when you want it, all from the comfort of your couch. The convenience speaks for itself, and any true Housewives fan knows the importance of being a good party host, and a good host has Drizzly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com right now. Must be 21 or older to order. All right, let's talk Scooter Braun because his clients have been allegedly dropping him left and right, Donna. So I believe it was confirmed that Demi Lovato has dropped Scooter Braun and now she's currently looking for a new management team. It was also reported, I believe, by Billboard that Ariana Grande has been dropped by Scooter Braun again because I believe she's dropped him before in the past and then decided to sign with them again. That has not been officially confirmed, and I believe Variety is reporting that that might not actually be the case, or they have sources that are claiming the opposite, that Ariana Grande is still with Scooter Braun. Um, Then there are these rumors that Scooter and Justin Bieber are on the outs, and they haven't spoken for a while, and that Justin Bieber is cleaning house with a whole new team, new lawyer, new agent, um, and apparently Scooter's the next to go, but it looks like he's still under contract with Scooter It's been speculated that his wife, Haley Bieber, is the one that is stepping in and trying to help him clean house. And she's spearheading all of this. What are your thoughts, theories, and predictions with Scooter Braun? Why now?
1: Listen, there's two schools of thought. One is just contracts are up, it's a timing issue. People are, you know, have moved on, are looking for, you know, new management, et cetera. That feels a little bit like, Uh, a nice way of putting it. Um, scooter Braun has a very, very crazy reputation. I've done so much deep diving in the last 24 hours. I read an article from 2021 or 2022, really going deep into this. And it was such a good article, but, um, I'm trying to remember where I, I just wrote it down. It was for the insider insider. This is, inside. I can't remember, but anyway, it's an amazing business insider. That's what it is. It's called the many faces of Scooter Braun. It's an incredible interview by Anna Silman or article, but it was from February of 2022. So here's the thing. Scooter Braun has two personalities. That's what they're saying. Like, he is front-facing, like, this good guy. And I fell into this trap thinking, oh, my God, this guy seems amazing. I um, I watched the Justin Bieber documentary, like, the original one, and I've seen him in so many different ar- articles and interviews looking just like such a hero. He's, like, a fa- you know, you see a family man. He comes from a good family. He's got kids. He's all this, like, charitable work. The truth is from what a lot of people are saying is that that is one side of the public facing, but inside, deep down or behind the scenes, he's a jerk beyond jerks. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is alleged. This is from what I've read. I don't personally know Scooter. My guess from the people that I've spoken to in the industry is that something is about to drop, whether it's a big, you know, huge expose, interview, article, something that looks bad and these insiders got a you know, got privy to it and tried to cut, cut ties before it came out.
0: I think he was doing shady shit with the money. I think he was there. Was there had to have been something shady business wise? And my theory: this is all none. This is just my my fun, imaginative theory. I feel like Haley Bieber probably did a little bit of digging because she's trying to help Justin get on the straight path. We know he's had a bit of um, some health issues recently. Um, he canceled his most recent tour, so I think Haley is is kind of being the spearhead here with a lot of this. She probably found out some shit. Send some send a little DM to Demi. Lovato sent a little DM to Ariana Grande I think she kind of you know started talking I think that's why they have a new attorney on board I think she realized just the team around Justin was not you know not healthy for him not with his health but just career-wise and for the longevity of their family that they're building Right. Because they're married now. I'm not saying that they're having kids anytime soon, but they still have, you know, a family that they've created together. So I think she definitely found out some shady shit. I don't think it was just Scooter. I think she realized that with a lot of the people that were in Justin's court and maybe Scooter had some friends that he you know, was looping into this at CAA or wherever, you know, Justin was with his agency prior and his lawyer prior. And I think she, they're taking all of the necessary steps per the contracts that they've signed. And I think the reason Justin hasn't left Scooter yet and maybe Ariana has or hasn't left Scooter yet is because um, they, you know, sorry, I just got a, a good text message that I had that distracted me. Um <laughs> I just got a really good uh, text message. You got to tell us now. Well, I (laughs) can't tell you, but I will say um, that maybe there's a good chance I might be headed to Vegas this November.
1: Hey, uh, congrats. That's exciting.
0: That's a maybe. And for anybody that listens to my podcast, they'll know what that means um, because I can't say anything yet. Uh, but
1: well, it's exciting.
0: Yeah, we'd love it. Ve- I'm going to Vegas this weekend for Erica Jane's opening um, Vegas residency.
1: That's awesome.
0: And yeah, and then so I'm going fun. and then I'm going to Sheena's show shenanigans this Sunday, which will be interesting. And I hope she talks about the Rachel stuff. But where is that going to be? The bourbon room in Hollywood. Wait, do I need to go? Yes, you should absolutely go. I, feel like
1: I need to go. You know, I'm here in L.A. too.
0: Yes. Come. It's going to be fun. Okay, I'm going to message you about that. It's going to be fun. Um, and then funny that we brought up Erica Jane. And then remember the rumors when Erica was allegedly banging Scooter Braun?
1: Yes, that was like a big deal rumor for a while there.
0: When it's I possible. when I have Erica on the podcast, which will happen soon, when I have Erica on the podcast, I'm gonna ask her about Scooter Braun and Army Hammer. But back to back to Scooter. Um, I think Haley Bieber's the one that's kind of spearheading all of this, and I think it was probably a circle of dudes that was taking advantage of Justin because he started when he was so young, he trusted these people, and I think now, you know, now it's all gonna come to a head eventually. And I think you're probably right. There probably is an expose on Scooter that's coming.
1: So I heard, and this is so, so just a rumor right now, alleged that there may be some shady shit about not just money, but underage situations. Oh. This is literally, this is not my own. I got a tip from someone that had heard this. So like, don't take anything, you know. For real but just because we're speculating
0: Mm, we love to speculate see that's one thing that i like about you donna is that um you are clear when you're speculating and you're clear when you're reporting (laughs) that i feel like a lot of other creators just kind of fan the flames for clickbait
1: so no i am so scared to do that also like i understand that people's lives are on the line here and this is how rumors start so i've got to you know i always have to say that i live in la my husband is a camera operator like For reality TV, I got to be very careful. I don't want to ever put myself in a position where I'm saying something out of school.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I look forward to seeing when the other shoe drops for Scooter. I saw that he responded on Instagram, right? And didn't he post something like, oh, breaking news, I'm being dropped by myself or something like that? He
1: wrote, I think it was a tweet. He said, breaking news, I am no longer managing myself. Which honestly sounds fantastic. Like I would love to no longer manage myself.
0: The interesting thing about the Variety article that I saw about all of this is they say that Scooter is not it's not that he's being dropped by his clients. It's that he's um, tweak he's switching gears and he's focusing on his other company that you know is not his management company and you know he's just kind of taking on more roles elsewhere. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's possible. Listen, everything's possible. He's been doing this forever. I mean, he's still fairly young, but he's been doing this forever. You know, people go through their own things. Maybe he's having like a free Britney moment. Like maybe he's needing to shave his head and, and run off and, you know, take an umbrella to a car. Who knows?
0: Who knows? Who knows? Wait, this is a funny. <laughs> this is a funny comment that somebody just posted live. Y'all going against Bethany equals network pressure. Dana, is Bravo pressuring you right now? Or Donna, sorry. I have not
1: gotten. It's okay. I have not gotten one thing. You know, I got a a a few comments like, "Oh, look who's kissing ass to Bravo." I'm like, what? <laughs> Bravo! Can you call me? I'd love to have a conversation I would, yeah, with Yeah, Bravo!
0: You. Please give me a call. <laughs> I would love to help. You know, pay put me. It's like I think it's fine. It's like when people say like, "Oh, you're on this housewife's payroll. This housewife must be paying you to say nice things about them." I'm like, do you guys not realize these housewives don't pay anybody? Like, they don't even pay their hairstylists. No! Like, they want and free. You
1: yeah, Dumois I was just on her show a couple of weeks ago and she she has this horrible rumor that she's on Chris Jenner's payroll. I'm like, come on.
0: I wish what I would we Chris yet? Jenner has a has the money to pay for that. So I want to get on that payroll. Dumois, please can you me, help me please. put me on the list? I can't even get on a Kardashian PR list to get like free lemmy gummies from Courtney. Um that like, no, I'm here <laughs> for that. Give me that. I'll get they can pay me anytime.
1: All right oh my god
0: um okay should we move on to teresa and jersey sure okay so let's do it teresa judice they're filming the new season of real houses in new jersey teresa has been reportedly ignoring melissa melissa didn't invite her to their re- the party that they just had the birthday party that they just threw her and joe um and it look and The source that spoke to, I believe it was Reality Blurb, is saying that Teresa has no interest and no intention of ever talking to Melissa throughout the duration of this season. She's not going to be confrontational. She said what she had to say at the reunion, yada, yada, yada. We're seeing a lot of photos of all of the cast members together. We're not seeing Teresa in a lot of these photos, maybe one Mm -hmm. or two here or there. It seems like she's still really close with Jennifer Aiden. Do you think one, do you think that that'll last with Melissa and Teresa not talking for the entire season? And two, do you think that that'll ultimately backfire and possibly even get her demoted?
1: Well, I did notice I saw a beautiful picture of the women who look fantastic, like Dolores.
0: Incredible.
1: I mean, she looks so good. They all look amazing, but it was, what I noticed was it was like Rachel Fuda and Dolores and Marge and all these other ones who have all been close, like, you know, Jackie, etc. But, um, Danielle was in that picture, Danielle Cabral, mm-hmm. who was very strongly on like the Teresa side last year at the end of the show. So I thought that was pretty interesting that she's in the picture and the only two missing are Jen Aiden and Teresa. Do I think Teresa and Melissa should stop talking? Like, yes, please. The only reason is because clearly this is a, this, I mean, come on, you guys. This is like a situation where it's like Bethany trying to get a product off the ground, right? It's like this, like hitting walls, hitting walls. It doesn't work. Now, I really do believe that both, I don't know about Melissa as much. I don't think, and like Teresa fans, please don't come at me for this. I don't think Teresa's ever going to be able to just let, bygones be bygones and just be like, okay, let's go for the greater good here, which is the show, the family, our husbands, whatever my brother. I don't think that's possible. I have watched enough seasons with her. I think we would have seen it already. We got, we got, this is shocking that we're still talking about this 18 years later. I mean, the first fight was at, wasn't it like at a baby naming of one of the kids? And now they're the, the babies are like 70 years old. Yeah. Like we've been talking about Teresa, and Melissa since, you know Adam and Eve times.
0: But the interesting thing too is I feel like people are on both sides of this. They're like I don't want them to ever talk again. I'm done with their drama. And but or I just want them to get along because I'm done with their drama. And then there are people cuz then when they were getting along for a minute, people are like we don't believe that they're actually getting along. They're just doing it for the sake of the show. And it's like I like there really is no winning when you keep them both on the show. But I also don't know if we really need to lose either of them. I think Bravo is allowing them to make their own bed. And I think that this is probably going to backfire on Teresa because she's not coming to show up to do her job. And remember when Nini was, was uh, not filming certain episodes and they just completely like edited, like they cut her out of several episodes in what was her last season Um, like the network eventually gets tired of the games that they play and they don't give them what they want and so I think eventually Teresa's gonna have to face her own reality reckoning because she's gonna end up shooting herself in the foot
1: yeah I don't think it's gonna end up good unless it just somehow kind of dies down on its own and it works out. We also knew that Ariana was dead set on never filming with yeah. Tom and uh Rachel and obviously she's been in multiple scenes maybe not talking to Tom but in the same scenes. It's like sometimes you just have to let it go and if you have a mutual friend throwing a party which you know they will and they're going to all end up together. I mean, if Teresa doesn't shoot herself in the foot with this like Maybe Louis will for her. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting season to see. I I just cannot believe that it's still, we're still here. I can't believe
0: it. I love that in that, that same source uh, that was um, clearly, looks like Teresa was the source, but I love that that same source also said that Louis is very supportive of Teresa's decision to cut her brother out of her life and that he's helping her through this with meditation.
1: Oh, I thought you were saying medication, which would have made way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> He's helping her through this with Xanax. Um, yeah. You know, meditation. Yes. Yes. We all need that. Uh, I but think we should all meditate.
0: We've already seen med- like Namaste Trey. Like we've already seen that side of her fresh out of prison. Like it didn't last. That's so true.
1: That's so true. Teresa can be the calmest, most like even kill person until one person says something and then all bets are off. Tables are thrown. Things are all over the place. I don't even know. Louie. Louie being the peacemaker. I love it.
0: I don't even know if it was yoga that was keeping Teresa so zen or just the fact that she was still on parole.
1: <laughs> like if it was actually yoga or just a, like a legal issue.
0: Yeah. And now that the <laughs> like legal issue is cleared. Yeah, it's it's wild to
1: me. She's a hothead. I mean, they all are. And you know what? You can't be on a reality show unless you are. There's a reason these women are cast. There's a reason they're asked back every year. It's good TV. You may love them. You may hate them. Good TV will always get you back on another season.
0: It will. And that's why Teresa just needs to lean in and realize I think she thinks that it's her show. And if she doesn't want to film with you, she's not going to film with you. But then the other thing, too, is it's like we've seen the production won't protect her. Remember when the Danielle Staub pony pool thing happened and then they showed the clip and it all happened and she flipped off the producers and she got all pissed and she was embarrassed. It's like You got to do your job. Oh, but you mentioned Ariana. I do want to talk about that really quickly. Did you see the photo that came out of all of them? I think think it was them walking into Sir. And Tom and Ariana are walking together, or not together, but like right next to each other. And people lost their shit about that. What is your take on that? Because I feel like it's similar to Teresa and Melissa. And like just having to film at some point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they look at, you know what it reminds me of, like a divorced parent, right? When you have a divorced parent, you're supposed to love the child more than you hate the person. And I think Ariana and Tom are smart enough and have been around the block long enough to know at the end of the day, they are nothing without the show. They are nothing without this this, uh, publicity, which comes from the show and from these businesses, etc. You got to just bite your tongue, you know, eat whatever kind of pride you have and and do the job. It's a job. We've all hated our coworkers before, even our bosses. But if you you want to keep a job, you got to shut up when needed and do the job. And at the end of the day, walking into sir does not mean that they were just, you know, sleeping together in the back alley. Although I wouldn't put it past anyone on that show. Let's be honest.
0: Do you really think that they would hook up again?
1: (laughs) Um... You know, there was a moment there where I was like, what if Ariana has like a, a a situation where she just feels, you know, they both are like, wait, what just happened here? Like we went off the our rocker. We had like a crazy midlife crisis and we're back together. I mean, relationships get through infidelity all the time. This is not the first time that this would happen. I just think Ariana is way, way too immersed with the public and public opinion in the sense that like, She would get mutilated online. I don't think she's able to do that.
0: No, they would. People would destroy her if she went back to him.
1: Yeah. Like something about her would get egged. Yeah. (laughs) It would be bad. Yeah.
0: remember they were flooding uh, Schwartz and Sandy's with all of like the negative Yelp reviews reviews. and Yelp had to like intercept and like take down the opportunity to even leave
1: them a review. Totally. Totally. I I, I personally think that, you know, Ariana seems like she's happily moved on. She posted that picture with her new boyfriend in Chicago. Um, I think that like, it's kind of working out for both. I mean, my friend was at Sandoval's performance over the weekend at that Yacht Rock cover band. um, And she didn't know he was coming out. So she, it's not like she went for him, but he just like surprised and everyone seems like they're kind of flying. They're doing their thing now.
0: I mean, and listen, at some point, we do have to move forward, you know? That's why everyone Absolutely. everyone that's, like, getting upset that people are criticizing Rachel, it's like... We were all ready to move forward. And then she decided to do this interview with Bethany. And like, here's the thing. I went into that interview really wanting to hear what she had to say. Um, And I feel like had she come out of it and showed us the changes that she's made and this new evolved version of herself, I think people would have found that interesting. I don't think that would have lasted three parts. And I don't think it would have had the ratings, you know, hit that Bethany wanted, which is why Bethany didn't care on focusing on her mental health. She cared on talking about, you know, scandal.
1: Rachel's like I was adopted and Bethany goes wow wow but let's talk about what Bravo did to you
0: yeah (laughs) I I was was like what I was like that was was the perfect opportunity to get into that adoption story it was wild to me it really really was
1: yeah I mean I I played a game with my doser saying let's drink every time we hear Bethany say wow in that interview
0: wow wow
1: Wow. Wow. Like when she was finding the ratings yeah. in the interview.
0: Yeah. She's reading. She's like, <laughs> oh OK, God, it says here that the ratings were this. Wow. The ratings were this. Did you know the ratings were this? And we're just like, yeah, I lived it. <laughs> like, what
1: Did you I, know that? Did America know that Ariana and Tom are living together?
0: She's like, does America, does America know? know? This? It's,
1: it's so it's good. Like,
0: we all read these oh. headlines when they were relevant four months ago.
1: I want SNL to do a Bethany skit so badly. Oh my God.
0: Who uh, on Instagram, the fat Carrie Bradshaw. I don't know if you follow him. Oh my God. He does them and he's so funny. I die. I die. We have gotten a
1: lot of entertainment out of this. I will say, like, Bethany's Reckoning has created amazing. When we saw that one, um, God, the drunk drawn, or I forget like who the posted where they did like the reckoning, and it was just like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: saw that was hilarious. It's so good.
1: It's been it's been fun to watch.
0: So so good, Um, Donna. Thank you for coming on No Filter with Zach Peter to chat with me about all things Rachel, Bethany, the reality reckoning, Scooter Braun, Andy Cohen icing Bethany out. I don't th- I think their friendship is done to be honest.
1: I think their friendship is more done than Melissa and Teresa. We'll have to see.
0: There's no way Andy would ever let Bethany back in. And here, the other crazy part, too, is it's like Andy still has a lot of control within the entertainment world as like, you know, a cultural, like, you know, a trendsetter, as a producer, as like, you know, he has so much of a pulse on everything that Bethany, I think, is just really killing herself from the one, like, the one thing Bethany's always wanted the most is to be on television and to be relevant in that way. And the fact that she is killing that and she's eating her own hand. Like it's it's one thing to bite the hand that feeds you because she already did that. But now she's eating her own two hands just because she's oh. got this insatiable need to keep going.
1: Yeah, she's eating it. And I don't want to be too mean, but she's probably eating it with her eyes closed. You know how she does that on her TikTok? Yeah. She so like. Mm-hmm.
0: She's eating it the way she ate the, that, the fish. What was it? The, the shrimp? <laughs> the from, crab. Yeah, the crab <laughs> legs.
1: Oh my God, it's out of control. Oh, Zach, well, you're the best. Thank you so much for having me. And I have to have you on Daily Dose of Donna too.
0: Yes, you absolutely. I would love to come on. You have been a wonderful guest. Guys, go and listen to Daily Dose of Donna. Go support Donna Bowling. Give her some love. Leave her a nice review. Tell her how much you enjoyed this podcast because I'm probably going to have to have her back again very, very soon. Um, I'm forcing myself back. You're coming back, Donna. I'm not letting you go after this. Everybody in the live chat was was loving you.
1: <laughs> I love you guys too. Thank you so much, Zach.
0: Where can people give you a follow and, and listen to the podcast?
1: I have a daily podcast on YouTube and on the podcast app called Daily Dose of Donna. And then of course on Instagram and TikTok at This Is Donna Bowling.
0: This is Donna Bowling. Go and, give her, go and give her a follow. Go show her some love. And you can always catch No Filter with Zack Peter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the podcast. You can watch on Spotify, or you can watch on YouTube, youtube.com slash just plain Follow me at JustPlainZack all over the internet, or you can follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. And stay tuned, lots of exciting updates to come. Like I said, this weekend, I'm going to Vegas. We're doing a boys trip. We're going to the opening night of Erica's Vegas residency. And then I have Sheena's show on Sunday, which means Monday's episode of the podcast is going to be jam-packed. Get ready. All right. So